Now, I'm not the most handy guy in the world. I'm just not. Um, I'm not one of those who can just look at stuff and say, I can build that. I can do that. I'm just not. I've tried. I do some things. Um, my brother now, he's one of those super handy people. He's incredibly handy. Um, one of those who doesn't really need to look at instructions. He just kind of knows and he knows how to do stuff. He can look at a room and tell you how to rearrange it because he's done all that work and he's good at it. He's done custom closets for like famous people and stuff like that. So he's good at his job and he knows what he's doing. I got another friend, Jody Dice. He's been on the show before. And Jody's one of those who's just can do anything. He's built a rat rod. You know, he can he can do kind of anything. So in, in those ways, those guys are like geniuses. I've never been that guy. That's just not my skill set. I've gotten better, but I'm not a natural. Although recently, I got I to gotta brag on myself a little bit. Um, I had an idea to build my own shoe holder. You know, I had these little metal things, and my shoes are size 13, and they never stay on them. They fell off because they were cheap, and I don't know where we got them. I think my wife's shoes were on them, and uh, my shoes just didn't work. And finally, one day, I was like, I've had enough. And I I didn't know what I was going to do, but I had some extra lumber out in the garage. So I thought, I'm going to build my own shoe rack. And one Saturday, I just got up and I said, this is how I'm going to do it. I had an idea. I walked out there. I did it. I didn't look at one YouTube video, which is actually pretty proud for me. Everything I do, I look at YouTube videos. But I built it, and and it holds my shoes. And and I got to say, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm not saying it's going to win awards. It's not fancy. My brother, I'm sure when he saw it, just kind of giggled to himself about it. But you know, it holds my shoes. They don't fall. And it's tall, so I can reach it easier. It's great. And I've got big shoes, and they're happy. My shoes are happy. I'm happy. And you know, it's one of those things, I think as men, we get that sometimes. When you do something, and it takes work, you kind of get that. And you get that satisfaction of it. Men know that anything worth doing takes time and effort. It just does. And when you put the time in, when you put the effort in, it really pays off. And a lot of times we think of that when it comes to building, when it comes to getting better at something, but we don't think about it when it comes to relationships. And the truth is you can build intimacy with a woman and it it doesn't happen by itself, but you can build it. You know, a lot of people think relationships just happen like the movies. They don't. It takes work. It takes effort. And as you put that work and effort in, you can build a great intimacy with a woman. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be a master craftsman. Everybody can build intimacy with a woman. And we're going to find out how on today's show. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. I am so glad you joined me here today. And I'm so excited about what we're talking about. We're talking about building intimacy. And we're talking about how we as men can do that. Every man can do that. And so we're going to really delve into it. And we've got to understand that building intimacy with a woman starts with a very specific focus. Now, this show is mainly geared to men who are married 
or are wanting to get married one day. If you're a single guy, you need to listen to this because this is a key to have a great marriage. And you want to learn how to build a healthy relationship. Because the truth is to build intimacy in a relationship, it's got to be in the parameters of a committed relationship. You see, that's the main key to deep levels of intimacy. If you're not in a committed relationship, people will only get so deep when it comes to intimacy. They're going to hold part of themselves back because there's a fear. What if what if this breaks up? What if you leave? Yada, yada, yada. But in marriage, there's a commitment there. I'm with you for life. And that's the way it should be because the wisdom in that is when you, when you commit to life with someone, then you're in that committed relationship. We're both committed to each other. So there's more motivation to be open, to be honest, to be intimate. When you're holding back, when you're not in that committed relationship, you're not going to be completely open and honest. You're not going to be real. And I don't think you'll grow as much. And that's why marriage is the best place to build intimacy. That's why marriage is good for us. Um, Two people who are committed feel safe, and so they're going to share more. That's why marriage is a good thing. People, you know, say, oh, marriage is just a piece of paper. It's just, no, no, no. Marriage is a commitment. It's saying, hey, we're going to stick through it. Relationships outside of marriage, they're not good places to build intimacy. And you see people. They're not doing it. They're hooking up. They're doing stuff. And and people say, well, you know, hey, I'm, I'm getting all the sex I want. Well, that's okay, whatever, but you're not building an intimate relationship. And one day you're going to be by yourself and you're going to try to feel important, but you won't have anyone there with you. You see, intimacy without that commitment leads to problems. You know, if a guy who's married begins to build an intimacy with another woman besides his wife, it turns into an affair. It just does because he's building a level of intimacy that should be in a committed relationship, but he's doing it outside of that committed relationship. And it's going to be a problem. And intimacy is not something we should throw around. That's why I don't think guys should go live with girls and act like they're married when they're not, because they're just kind of throwing their intimacy around. And so they're not able to go deep. They're going to stay shallow. They're only going to share a little bit. And intimacy is designed for a specific person, and it's designed for a lifetime. And, you know, you have guys who say, well, I'm, I'm, I don't want to get tied down, Dave. I you know, I don't want to get held down just with one woman. How boring is that? Are you kidding? It's actually the opposite. Intimacy actually makes you more free as a man or freer. I don't know which one's the best way to say that, but you get what I'm saying. You become a better man when you can build intimacy with one woman. And it's for a lifetime because you'll understand the depths of of good, committed, deep relationships. A lot of guys never learn that. A lot of guys never experience that. But when you're in that committed relationship with one person, you're going to go to levels of intimacy and honesty that will blow you away. And it's going to be good for you. It's going to be good for your wife. It's going to be good for your family. Because that kind of connection is so much deeper and richer than just a sexual conquest. A lot of guys are out there having sex, but they're not connected to those women. They don't feel that level of intimacy. And you know what? That's why they have to go to another partner all the time. Because they think, well, maybe this one will fix it. Maybe that one will fix it. But the great thing about building intimacy is it gives us those relationships. And it's going to help us grow and be better men. That's why when men get married, they mature 
and they're just better men. They have better lives. Statistics after statistics show that married men just do better in life. It's just the way it is. That's why men should get married. It helps them grow and be better men, and it makes our society just a better place. It really does. But what we want to do is work on building intimacy. And when I say building intimacy, I mean with one woman. If you're not married, you're going to be one day, I hope, and you want to know how to do this so you can start practicing now. You don't want to build a lot of intimacy with a bunch of women because you'll only be so deep with them. You want to have that committed relationship and you want to build it with one woman. And you do that through time, the use of time. When I say time, it's time within, time together, and time apart. First thing we want to talk about when it comes to building intimacy with a woman is it starts with time within. And now when I say that, What I mean is to build that relationship with a woman, the key for us is to grow ourselves first. We've got to to go kind of within ourselves and do what I call the inward journey. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I just did a couple episodes on it. If you look at episode 124, which is two keys to becoming more attractive to women, and episode 125, finding the right woman for you, each of those, I go real deep into the things you need to do as a man to really kind of go within. And you've got to do that if you want to build intimacy with a woman. And you say, well, what if I don't want that? Well, then you've got a lot of problems besides that. And you need to work on those. you got to grow and become a better man. It's just the way it is. Real men build intimacy with a woman. Men who aren't real men just live based on their appetites and go have sex with whatever. They're acting like animals. They're not real men. You want to be a man who's strong, who's sure of who he is. And you do that by growing and being able to build an intimate relationship with a woman. And in order to do that, we've got to have the right tools. And as you do that journey, you'll pick up the tools. And those tools will be key in you being able to build a better relationship. It's just the way it is. Because as you grow and develop, your relationships will get better. And I understand this. I started dealing with a lot of junk in my life at about 30. I'd been married for a few years and I'd done so many things wrong. You know, I didn't know how to build an intimate relationship. I didn't know how to be close to anybody because I had never done that work within me. And at 30, right about the time my son was born, I figured out, okay, I've got to start doing something about this. I've got to start making some changes. And so I did. I I went to counseling. I did some different things. I went into recovery programs for stuff I was dealing with. And all of those things helped me begin to grow. And I began to develop tools so I could build a better relationship with my wife. Now, we had to work through stuff because I became a different person in a way. And so for you, you want to start now. If you're single, start now going on this journey. If you're married, start going on the journey now and your wife will see you grow. You may have some adjustments with her to go through, but it's, I promise you, it's worth it. And she will respect you for the work that you're doing, the the way that you're growing. And what we want to do as men is begin growing in those tools of intimacy, begin building those tools. You know, when I, when I was building my shoe rack that I talked about in the opener, I had power tools and it made all the difference in the world. Having the right power tools 
makes a big difference. And when you want to build into me with someone, you want to have the right tools. Now, I said I didn't watch a video for building the shoe rack. I didn't, but I had seen one before. I don't know if it was a video, YouTube, TikTok, whatever. But it had talked about when you when you screw into wood, if you WD-40 the screw, it doesn't split the wood as bad. And for some reason, I remembered that. And I tried it. And it didn't, none of my my drills, none of my screws split the wood. And I was, I was blown away by that because, you know, I'm not Mr. Handy. So I didn't know this stuff. Other people do. And if you did, you can laugh at me. I just didn't know. And, and so learning that gave me the ability to build the shoe rack because I had the tools, I had some knowledge, and I was able to do it. It's the same thing for you. When you start growing, when you start really getting into yourself and learning yourself and getting these tools, you're going to have tools for intimacy. And, and you want to do the work. It's worth it because you get those tools in your toolbox. And it's unfair to expect the woman to lead on this. But a lot of guys do that. They, they kind of put it on the woman. Well, you plan the date. You plan this. You plan that. That's being lazy. And, you know, men, we're not designed to be lazy. We're designed to lead. And you need to lead your relationships. You need to, relate, you need to lead when it comes to intimacy with your wife. You need to be the one who builds that time. You need to be the one. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But you want to be the leader. That's what you want to do. And in order to be the best leader, you want to have the right tools. You just do. Too many men have given up their leadership when it comes to relationships. Oh, my wife does all that. No, be the man. Get the tools in your toolbox and be the man who can lead and build an intimate relationship with his wife. All right, the second thing we want to talk about is time together. In today's culture, the busy, crazy, wild culture, we have to fight to have time together with our wives. We just do. You see, we have more tech today than ever. I mean, you've got you've got phones that'll get you connected to the world. You know, there's more computing power in your hand than the whole space uh, moon launch had. Your TV, unlimited entertainment. You can watch anything you want whenever you want. It's just the way it is. The problem is in the midst of all the noise, a lot of us have forgotten how to have relationships because we don't spend time together. We don't spend time doing things. And spending time with our wives, we have to fight for that. Now, I don't mean like literally fighting. I'm not saying ninjas are going to jump out at your house. But, you know, we do have some technology ninjas and they come after us and they want to suck our time. And you're going to have to fight that. The society that we live in today wants us to overload our schedule. And you're going to have to fight against that. And I say you because I want you to take the lead in making sure you and your wife spend time together. Now, a lot of people, it really gets busy once they start having kids. You know, if you're a married couple, uh, you've got kids, you both work. It's extremely difficult to maintain a relationship. It just is. That's why the divorce stats are so high. They're not high because people just don't get along. They're high because people don't spend time together and they lose the focus of their relationship. It's just the way it is. And so what you have to do is you have to focus on, hey, what's really important? And being together as a couple 
is extremely important. And what I'm saying is, as a man, you have to make sure this happens. You have to be the one. You have to be the one to make sure y'all go on dates. Dates are not an option when you're married. Dates should be mandatory. Because when you go on a date, when I say a date, I mean without kids, just you two as a couple. You've got to do that. And you've got to make time for that. Because you remember why you got married. You remember, hey, how are we doing? You connect relationally. You talk about your relationship. You talk about what's going on in life. And as men, we should instigate this. We shouldn't wait until our wife freaks out and demands a date. We should be the ones who make this happen. Now, you say, well, hey, Dave, that's great. I don't have a lot of money. I'm not saying you have to spend a lot of money. It could be going and doing a picnic in a park. It could be doing anything. You just want to say, hey, we're getting away for a couple hours. You say, well, we can't afford a babysitter. What if you and a friend of yours and other couples, what if y'all took turns watching kids so each of you could go on a date? Get creative. Don't just sit there and go, I don't have the money. That's lazy. You don't want to be lazy. You want to be someone who makes things happen. You're a man. It's what we do. And you want to apply that to you and your wife going on dates. And if you can, find ways to get away. Try to have an overnight or a mini trip once in a while with just you and your wife. It'll make it special. Now, you will take some creativity. I get that. You know, there's finances involved. There's time off and all those things. I get that. But I promise you it's worth it. I know it's hard work, but this is what we do. We're men. When do we run away from hard work? But how many guys look at that and say, well, it's just hard to plan a date? Well, wah, you're a man. It's what we do. We don't run away from tough stuff. And your relationship should be so important that you make this stuff happen. You you drive it and you, hey, we're going to get away. Because, I mean, there's people you can, your kids could spend the night with grandparents. They could spend the night with friends. There's all kinds of things. They'll have special memories, especially with the grandparents. Your grandparents will sugar them up and they'll have a great time with them. But you and your wife will have a great time just being together. You say, well, we're so tired. All we do most of the time is just sleep and go out to eat. That could be a beautiful weekend because you're just spending time together. You're eating and you're sleeping. That's not a bad thing. It could be a great memory for you. It's going to be a great memory for them. So you want to you want to make sure that happens. And while we're at it, let's talk about kids. Children are great. Children are a blessing. You should have kids. You should have lots of them. They're not a bad thing. There's this whole thing in our society today where I don't want to have kids. You know, I want, I want to just be me and my wife and we're going to get a dog. Okay, a dog is a dog. They don't care. You say, oh, no, my dog loves me. Well, okay, cool. He loves you, but he's not a child. And children are a huge blessing. They just are. Kids bring a greater dimension to your marriage. They just do. Now, if you can't have kids, I understand. But what I'm talking about, if you can have kids, you should. And you should have lots of kids. You should have them and, and enjoy them and, and get into their world. I loved having kids. We had two kids, we had a boy and a girl, and it made our marriage stronger. You should have children. It matures us as men. It makes us better. It'll give you a perspective of life that a lot of times you don't have without it. You can get it. It just takes a lot of work. Children grow men up. 
My when my son was born, my first child, my son, it grew me up. I I realized I've got to change. I'm a big kid. I got to learn how to be a man. And that's how I began my journey. We need kids. Our, our world is getting underpopulated. We need families. And you as a man need to be one who fights for your family. You fight for the intimacy of your relationship with your wife. Now with kids, kids are a joy. But remember, children are not the center of the family. You as a couple are the family. Children will come. But guess what? They grow up and they move out. They do. They leave. And that's natural. You want them to. You don't want them to live at your house in the basement eating ramen noodles for the rest of their life. You want them to go and have a good life, but they're going to leave. And then it's just going to be you and your wife again. Your marriage is the center of the home. Okay. Your marriage is the relational center of that home. So you want that marriage to be strong, which means you've got to spend time with your wife. In fact, as a, as a dad, one of the best things you can do for your children is love your wife. If you love your wife and your children see you loving your wife, they see you going on dates, they see you doing the, the, these things, it's going to give you security. It's going to give them security. And that security goes a long way in your children's lives. They'll understand it. They'll be like, hey, my parents, no, they love each other. In fact, they, they, they get a little too lovey-dovey around us. That's okay. You've got to do those things. Another couple of things you can do to help is intentional uh, building of the relationship with your wife. Learn things like her love language. You say, I don't know what a love language is. Well, Google it. You can look it up and find it. Um, there, there's five of them. And when you know someone's love language, that's how they give and receive love. That's a great way to understand your wife better and for her to understand you better. Uh, another thing is personality tests. Y'all should do personality tests together. It's so fun to figure out what makes you tick. And y'all should do that as a couple. Then you can read things together, go through courses together, do things together as a couple. Those things will help you build that intimate relationship. And the last thing is take the time to just have fun together. I call it intentional fun. I always say this. It's one of my big sayings. Fun is the emotional glue of relationships. It just is. Have fun with your wife. Y'all should do something that's fun together. Even if nobody else does it, if you two do it and it's your thing, let it be your thing. Y'all may collect stuff. You may go work out together. You may watch movies. You may cook. You may do yard work together. I don't know. I don't care. Find the thing that you and your wife love to do and do it together. You see, when you can have fun with someone, that someone you're, you're close with, you're intimate with, you're going to build that emotional glue. And even when you're going through hard times, tough times, even when relationally you may be at a rocky point sometimes, you still have fun together. And I promise you it's going to keep you all together. It's going to help you build and go to deeper levels of intimacy. So the thing you want to do with your wife is you want to make sure that y'all are having time together. You want to make it good time and you've got to work for it. Let's all man up and let's make sure we're spending time with our wife, building that relationship because the benefits are huge.
Okay, the third thing we want to talk about when it comes to building intimacy with a woman is time apart. Now, we just talked about how building intimacy comes with being together, and it does. But there's also an element of being apart. And that sounds counterintuitive, but it is true. You see, in any relationship, you need time apart to really make that relationship healthy. It's better when you want to have a close relationship to not be together all the time. Because being with people outside that relationship sharpens you in a different way. And it it helps you kind of get charged up when you come back to that relationship. And, And the man and the woman in the relationship need this. We need friends. We need friendships that, that are really good for us. Your, your wife needs good friends. You as a man, you need good friends. Now, these, these friendships need to be outside of the relationship. And when I say friends, I'm talking about, you know, having the friends of the same sex. Like your wife has other ladies she's friends with. You as a guy need other guys to be friends with. You say, well, can I be friends with someone of the opposite sex? Well, you can be an acquaintance with them. You just can't get too deep with them, especially if you're married uh, and you have someone else. You just don't want to do that. It's just not healthy. But you want to have those friendships that are other men, other men who help you. They pour into you. Women, they get each other in a way that men don't. Men get each other in a way women don't. That's what makes these relationships so powerful. And that's why we need to encourage them. Like for us, men, we need that relationship with other men. We need other men in our life. It just builds us up. It makes us better. You know, when you're hanging out with the guys and it's a good environment where everybody's positive and they encourage each other, they make fun of each other, they have fun together. There's just something about that. It makes you want to be a better man. And that's what you need to do. You need to find those friendships that help you be a better man. Not friendships that tear you down. You don't need to get around guys who are trying to get you to do things that you don't need to be doing. Those aren't good friendships. We don't need those peer pressure friendships. I mean, that's just going back to high school. You need guys who are encouraging you, who will push you. You need guys who will call you out. You know, sometimes, guys, we can read each other. And and you can say something to another man, and he'll just call bull on you. He'll be like, okay, you're, you're making that up. That's bull. And you'll be like, okay, yeah, it is. You know, a guy can call each other out because we know ourselves. We know what the other guy's thinking. We know what's going on in their brain. And a man can call another man out. And sometimes that's a good thing. You know, sometimes you need that man who'll look at you and say, "You're you're getting really friendly with this other woman. I don't think that's a good thing. And you know what? You may not even realize you're doing it. Or they can call you out in other ways. You know, hey, haven't you been at work a lot? Maybe maybe you need to get back home earlier. Maybe you need to work your job so you can be home more with your family. We need that. And we need that from someone outside of our spouse. Our wives will need that too. They need those same positive relationships with other women. Now, can there be negative and toxic relationship with other women? Yes, just like men can have those too. But you want to encourage your wife to have close friends, to spend time with those close friends, because it makes her want to be a better woman. When a bunch of women get together and encourage each other and talk to each other, they just get each other in ways that men don't. You know, we're, men aren't going to sit around and just on a sofa and just laugh and talk and cry and do stuff like that. Women do that all the time. 
you know, we'll get around barbecue and we'll laugh and talk. I'm not saying we're going to cry, but, you know, it's just the way it is. And, and what you have to do is understand to build these friendships, it's going to take time. It's going to take sacrifice. You're going to have to encourage her. She's going to have to encourage you. And you're going to have to help make time for each other. You know, especially if you have kids, it's a thing of, hey, you know, Friday night, you go out with your friends, go do something with them. I'll watch the kids. And then Saturday, you trade off. You want to find those creative ways to do it. It keeps us healthy. And it's good for our children to see that we have friendships outside of our marriage. They need to see that. It's healthy for them to see a man have other men who are good friends. Because you know what? Those other men may speak life into your children too. Those other women may speak life into your children. So you want to have those healthy friendships. Too many couples today think that, you know, we should only spend time together. They kind of have this disjointed view of marriage of it's it's only us. We only spend time together and it's just not healthy. You know, it's just not healthy. It's not good. It kind of gets us out of balance because what happens is you expect your spouse to be everything for you. Well, I need them to provide everything I need. And that's just not healthy. It's not good. So you want to have those friendships because men sometimes, like we said, are the only ones who can speak specific things to men and women are the same thing. So you want to have your time together, but you also want to have your time apart. And friendships is a big way of doing that. Another way to do it is encourage your wife in her personal growth. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be apart, but you want to encourage her to grow in her giftings as a woman. You want to encourage her to increase her abilities, to become a better person. And, and what you want to do is find the things that she's into, that she's good at, and encourage her in it, which means you have to learn your wife. You've got to be a student of your wife. Figure out what she likes, what she into, and encourage her in that. You should be her biggest cheerleader. Cheerlead her growth. And guys, don't be intimidated by your wife. Don't be intimidated by her growth. Because when you're her biggest cheerleader, she's going to feel more intimately connected with you than with anyone else. She'll see how much you believe in her. And she'll see the fact that her growth doesn't make you feel small as a man, but you encourage her growth. You're a champion for her growth. When she sees that, I promise you, your levels of intimacy will go deeper. It just will. Let her do things that maybe she's better than you at. That would, that would help her and it helps you. I mean, how many of us at work surround ourselves with people who are better at us than other stuff? But I know a lot of men who, when they go home, they have to do that. You know, I'm the one who does this. I'm the one who does that. When your wife might be better at you than it. And that's okay because you know what? You're a team and each of you brings strengths to the relationship. And that's good. That's the way it should be. Let her have her gifts. Don't feel like you have to be a dictator in your house. Don't feel like you have to do everything. A lot of times that's just driven by our own insecurity as men. You want to encourage her giftings. You want to encourage her to be the best she can be. And, and so that's something that only you can do. And when you encourage her growth, when you encourage her gifts, she's going to love you more than you can imagine. She just will. She'll see that you believe in her. She's going to respond accordingly. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're saying, does that mean I'll get more sex? Okay, I make no promises. But I can tell you that if a woman feels emotionally intimate with you, it's much more 
likely that she's going to want to be physically intimate with you. I'm just laying that out there. Every couple is different. This is not a guarantee. But the truth is, emotional intimacy is what drives women. And it's just the reality. When you're her biggest cheerleader, when you're encouraging her growth, it's going to be an amazing thing. And you got to remember that intimacy doesn't come with just having time together. You want to have time apart. You want to build your own lives. It's each person growing as themselves. When the man grows, when the woman grows, they're going to grow closer together. Okay, guys, closing out the show today, we want to remember that to build intimacy with a woman, it takes work. It just does. It takes work. You say, well, Dave, it seems like everything in life takes work. Hey, guess what? You're right. It does. Everything in life takes work. And those things worth having, you know, take more work. And building intimacy with our wives. And and again, let me say, I'm talking mainly about marriage here. Because you want to be intimate with someone that you're committed to your whole life too. And that only comes from marriage. You say, well, what if we're really, really committed to each other, even though we never got married? No, no, no. Marriage is sealing the deal. And, and you should honor it. And, and you should get married. And you should do it. Because one, it'll help you be better as a man. When you learn how to build an intimate relationship with one woman, it'll make you a better man. I promise you. You're going to grow. You're going to be better. And our society is going to be better because of it. When we have strong families centered around a husband and wife who love each other, we're going to see a change in our culture. We just will. It's going to have better kids. We'll have a better society. Look what's happening with all the families that don't have a dad in there. Imagine all the families having a dad who's engaged with his wife, who's building a relationship with her. It's going to transform our society. To build that intimacy, it takes time. You've got to do that time within. You've got to have that time together. And you need to have that time apart. Those are all key elements for building that intimacy. And that's the goal. You want to be the intimacy leader in your relationship. Don't leave that up to the women. Don't say, well, she'll take care of that. No. Man up, step up, and take the lead emotionally in your family. Take the lead as a man. Be the man you need to be. You need to be the Lewis and Clark of you and your wife's relationships, going out into frontier territory, exploring, finding new elements, and you're going to find greater levels of intimacy than you can even dream of. I promise you, gentlemen, it's worth it. It's worth it. So do the work of building a relationship with your woman, and you'll be amazed at how much better life is overall. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.